0: Welcome to Thought for the Week, a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. Michael Manning is the community worker for the homeless charity GRI. He joins us now with a thought for the day. In the Isle of Man in 2019, we have a growing economy and are one of the richest nations on the planet. In the Isle of Man in 2019, GRI, a local charity serving the homeless, provided over 450 emergency bed spaces to dozens of different individuals, men and women. The oldest guest was 88 years old, the youngest an 18 year old at risk of sexual exploitation. In the Isle of Man in 2019, the finance and e-gaming sectors post profits while the corporate tax rate sits at 0%. In the Isle of Man in 2019, there are no laws regarding homelessness and no right to basic shelter or housing. In the Isle of Man in 2019, an inquiry was started to investigate lost investments in the film industry totalling nearly £27 million. In the Isle of Man in 2019, Hundreds of different people came to Gry and other charities seeking food, basic shelter, and help. What do these facts tell us about ourselves and our society? Who do we value, and why? What sort of people do we want to be? A wise man once suggested that if we want to know the state of our hearts, we should look to where our treasure is. Another wise man suggested that the best place for treasure was to be stored in the bellies of the poor. As we go into a fresh season, What facts will be true of us in the days to come? What sort of people do we want to be, together? Adam had worked all his life after a childhood of abuse and neglect. He was living rough in his fifties and foraging for food in the bins in back alleys. He once sold most of his possessions and gave his money to a single mother who was struggling to pay her rent. Vincent was brought up in care and was badly abused. He once travelled halfway round the world to find his mother, only for her to tell him that she didn't want to know him. He ended up serving several prison sentences and died in his thirties from a drug overdose. Robert was a successful businessman who ran a large company, owned property and had a marriage. When depression and a breakdown struck, his mental health plummeted and he lost everything and everyone, ending up on the streets. These are just a few of the guests that Gry, a local charity serving the homeless, has welcomed over the years. Christmas is fundamentally a season of solidarity with the needy. If we want to know what sort of society we live in, it is those on the margins who reveal the truth, forcing us to confront uncomfortable realities and inviting us to imagine a better world. More than anything else, the strangers in our midst deserve a genuine and dignified welcome. Many suffer from a lifetime of rejection and hatred, Yet we all know how much a gentle reassurance can bring forth the best in us. Truth isn't found in grand institutions or centres of power, not in profit or privilege, not in beautiful homes with doors closed to the world. It's found on the streets, in the back alleys, in prison cells and in stables. We could be forgiven, subjected as we are to the shrill invitations of countless advertisements at this time of year, that enjoyment can come about only through excess. We need more stuff, to spend more money, to consume more. To suggest that joy is found in simplicity seems bizarre. We dare not believe it. Perhaps we think that those that do are merely dour killjoys. I'm the father of two young boys. It's a well-worn trope that young children are often more excited by the cardboard box than the present inside, but there's a grain of truth to it. While I'm not a fan of standing around in freezing parks in winter, I do enjoy watching my sons chase each other round with sticks. There is a joy in the simplicity of children, where sticks and boxes hold far more happiness than anything more glittery. That's joyful simplicity. It takes courage for us to stay set on such simple things, all the world around us whispers that we need to speed up, get more, do more, so many of us find the time of year harried and hassled and stressed, pulled in some way into buying far more than we need or can afford. Perhaps we need to rediscover the radical, slow, gentle joy of simplicity, and find ourselves at peace in parks with sticks. Advent is a time of waiting. It's not just about waiting for Christmas and all the joy that will bring. And it's not about waiting for it all to be over. It's not just about looking back and remembering. It's about looking forward. It's a time of waiting and longing for things to be set right. This is a time to dare to imagine what we would love the world to look like. What would be good news for us? What would be good news for others? Celebrations of joy with those we love, relationships of love and peace, of course, but we're invited to imagine more. What does good news look like for the miners of the Democratic Republic of Congo who scrape out the metals that go into our phones? What does it look like for the electronic factory workers in China where they put up suicide nets to stop people throwing themselves out of windows? What is good news for the garment workers of Bangladesh? How ambitious dare we be when we dream of celebration? What is good news for oceans choked with plastic and an environment groaning beneath our lifestyles? How generous is our vision? This is a season of waiting and longing and hoping and daring to envisage a world without poverty, without oppression, without exploitation and violence, homes of love and laughter, a world of justice and peace and celebration for us all, a wonderful liberation. That's good news. One of the greatest privileges of my involvement in GRI, a local charity serving the homeless, is that I get to meet all sorts of different people. People are amazing. People are precious. We live in a world that loves to rank us and divide us. Rich or poor, old or young, native or foreigner. There are divisions of sex, gender, race, religion, education, the list goes on. Around GRI's drop-in table, I've met people who have once had everything, and people who've never had anything. Sometimes they think the world is a harsh, cold place because that's what they've always known. And yet, as we sit and share food and stories, we realise that we're not that different. People are people, whoever they are and wherever you go. And people are precious. People often ask us at Grie about outcomes and progress as if people were problems to be fixed or projects to be managed. And of course, we long for transformation for those in need Yet there is a deeper, gentler truth that at the end of all our strivings, what is important is time spent with people in peace. Kind words, the simple acts of sharing food, or sharing our homes, or sharing our lives. These are the important things. In the midst of a fearful world and a hassled season, perhaps we're invited to stop occasionally and think again about how precious people are. So precious that God became one of us. People are amazing people are precious.